Hello, and welcome to the Four Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo, and I am the founder and the director of the Four Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories, and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local, and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Today, we are joined by Kim Ferletti, the president of Women of Woodlawn. Welcome, Kim. Thanks for having me. So Women of Woodlawn is a civic nonprofit organization in the Woodlawn section of the Bronx, founded in 2014 by the neighborhood women seeking to make a difference in the community. By working with other community organizations, nonprofits, educators, historians, government and elected officials, Women of Woodlawn continuously strives to make a positive impact in Woodla- in Woodlawn and beyond. Kim started as Women of Woodlawn's vice president in 2014 and took over as president in 2020. As the head of the organization, she is always looking for ways to build relationships that make the community stronger. Love it and welcome once again. Very excited to be here. Yes! <laughs> I feel like we're bringing both worlds together, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I I'm all about bringing people together. I love all of the relationships I've built with people in Riverdale over the years because there's, I feel like, an innate rivalry between Riverdale and Woodlawn, Mm -hmm. and it's very silly. It's very, yeah. (laughs) Trust me, there's enough rivalry here in Riverdale. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like... People on the Woodlawn side look at things that Riverdale has and and gets jealous. And and I feel like there's a little bit of the tables turned and there's there's no need for it. it. It all comes down when you get to know people and those barriers come down and you realize everybody is equal in their own way. Everybody has the same problems. Absolutely. And we all care about the community. And so yeah, it's nice lot. to have a neighbor cross over the, what do we call the sawmill? <laughs> Come over. Well, what do we cross over? We're, we're, I don't know. Van Cortland Park. Van Cortland Park. Thank you for crossing over the park. Yes. And you're here. So tell us a little bit. So Women of Woodlawn started in 2014, right? Yeah. How did this, I want to hear the story of how this happened. So um, we felt like there were some issues in the community, two specific issues in the community that really needed to be addressed that weren't being addressed. And one was um, a downzoning issue, and the other was we had no universal pre-K. Okay. That was like a huge one. So universal pre-K rolled out citywide, and you know those banners that they put up on the schools, on, yes, on the schools and in the parks. Right. Sign your child up for UPK. You know, go to the URL. And well, we didn't have any available in our neighborhood. And if you know anything about Woodlawn, it's geographically isolated. Right. Uh, we have the. Woodlawn Cemetery, Van Cortland Park, and the Bronx River surrounding three sides of our neighborhood. And there's a lot of people in the community that don't drive. It's not really great with um, 
public transportation, you can take buses places, but you have to take a bus to get to a train. I agree with you. It, it is, yeah. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of public transit options, but they're not the easiest. So to get to one of the other pre-Ks being offered, you're you're getting on a bus or you're driving to a community where parking is very scarce. Right. So we said, okay, well, our kids aren't going to take advantage of it now. You know, I had a child. My youngest was pre-K age at the time. I enrolled him in a paid program. Um, But we hit the streets, literally, with petitions and got people to sign. We got about 1,500 signatures. Wow. (laughs) We were pretty proud of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and started sitting down with elected officials, with um, community partners, and put our heads together. It was something that once that attention was brought, a lot of people came to the table and said, let's solve this problem. And it didn't take that long before it became apparent that there were empty classrooms in St. Barnabas that weren't being used. And now we have several classrooms of UPK and we're, we're, you know, thriving. So that was just like a big catalyst for us. See a need, fill a need. And, you know, we're just, you know, going from there. Absolutely. And what a thrill to like want something and work for it and it get accomplished. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you have to advocate for yourself and it, it's, there's a mindset that I've encountered with some people in Woodlawn where they don't want the neighborhood to be discovered they don't want change. They think that change is bad. Riverdale's a little bit like that too, I would say. Yeah, yeah, change is inevitable. And we were being overlooked uh, with a lot of things. Our playground hadn't been touched in decades. And if you actually sit and listen to people and families on the street, a lot of the problems that they're complaining about would be fixed with some advocacy. So the dichotomy of some of those same people complaining that we don't want to reach out to elected officials or government or whomever or you know make noise on social media because we don't want to draw attention to our neighborhood, it doesn't track with the fact that if you do that, then you get what you want. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, due to some of those advocacy issues, you know, we've been able to get attention to our playground, to Van Cor- our side of Van Cortland Park, and get some great things done. So you have to speak up. You have to get loud. And we haven't always been well-received in the community, especially at first, um, but it wasn't a deterrent. It was definitely discouraging, but it it wasn't a deterrent because you have to see the end goal. You have to see through the disinformation, through the negativity, and realize there's something real at the end. There's something great at the end. We're going to power through. We're going to do this together. 
And now that we've had so many great results, we're a real trusted partner in the community. And now people come to us with problems. Right. How (laughs) many women are in the group? So we have five on our executive board and um, it's probably a mailing list of about 200. And that includes people that don't necessarily come to meetings regularly. Um, It's it's a fluctuating number. (laughs) Right. But there's a lot of people very interested, like our social media reach is gigantic and very active. Um, I have to say that one of the biggest issues that our executive board encounters is we serve the community in a variety of different ways. We serve the community as an information conduit to try to create positive change. But we also try to get people engaged in becoming that change. Absolutely. By working with other community groups like Van Cortland Park Alliance or Bronx River Alliance or people like yourself and seeing how we can serve others. Absolutely. And one of the frustrating points and I and I hear this from so many other people and groups is lack of volunteers getting people excited about volunteering is such a a frustration point Uh, it feels like there's just this tiny group of regular volunteers that are willing to put the work in to clean up the park do a planting do a leaf removal, do a weed removal. Um, And then there's a few people that kids need service hours. And don't get me wrong, it's great that kids have requirements to have service hours, my kids included. Right. (laughs) But I don't know how to instill that sense of community and being caretakers of your community, especially when we're the ones in the moment and people are walking by going, oh, thank you for what you're doing. But then they're not willing to pitch in. Right. I know. It can be frustrating (laughs) for sure. So you, so if someone is interested in becoming a volunteer, how can they reach out to you? Uh, In a variety of different ways. Or just learning about Women of Woodlawn. How can they find you? So we're on Facebook, uh, wow the Bronx we're on Instagram women of woodlawn we have a website womenofwoodlawn.org uh, you can email us at info at womenofwoodlawn.org any of the following will will get you a direct line to us where we can you know either give you more information um, tell you upcoming events it's pretty quiet in the winter time right right <laughs> Do you have like a main focus of what you, the work, the scope of work you do? So a, a lot of the work that we do in the community boots on the ground is is beautification related. And, and the reason behind that has to do with the fact that parks budgets are so slim. Right. And that's part of a, a need where, and, and you're seeing it right now where parks budget just got slashed again 
and the impact is going to come down the line where there there won't be as many people in parks cleaning up there's going to be a need for more volunteers to fill that gap uh, and, and what we've done a lot in the parks is caretake alongside Van Cortlandt Park Alliance on the Van Cortlandt Park side and Bronx River Alliance on the Bronx River side to do plantings, um, weed cleanup, trash cleanup. Right. Um, to, to make sure that it looks nice, um, that people understand we all need to be stewards of our environment. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we've also done some tree pit care along Katona Avenue. Um, it's a, a, it's important to make sure that your main corridor is well maintained. And that's one successful area. I think that we had a nice little grant that we had to um, plant bulbs and do a mulching of all of the tree pits along Katona, but we've had some of the vendors uh, maintain some of those. And there's also some uh, student volunteers that go clean them up of trash because Katona is a very, um, it's the most trafficked street in Woodlawn. Right. And you'll find beer cans, cigarette butts. Many nights I spent on Katona <laughs> Avenue back in the day. Not anymore. Now I watch Law and Order. I'm in bed by 10. But. <laughs> uh, I'm there with you. My younger days, I did the same but thing. Listen, we all had our rounds at that chipper truck, right? Oh, yeah, I know. The, the chipper truck is, is missed. <laughs> so let me ask you just for anyone that wants to know, Woodlawn, right, is from where to where? Because I know McLean Avenue is not part of Woodlawn. It's not, but it's like but where it, it ends. <laughs> right. And it depends on who you ask. I think it is part of Woodlawn, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> we don't consider it part of Woodlawn, really. Uh, it's Yonkers, but it kind of, the lines are blurred, especially because of the cultural um, pieces. You know, th that section of Yonkers on McLean Ave is so similar to to Woodlawn it's kind of an extension right right <laughs> so um I want to shout out some of the businesses on Katona or in Woodlawn um do you have a favorite I love Sean's Deli I love Prime Prime Meats or Prime Cuts it's Prime Cuts Prime Cuts love I love my little Irish sausages there Anne Marie is is my gal <laughs> yeah who else would you like to shout out um love Rambling House they host us for free often um, they do such a service to the community they have done so much for so many businesses and community groups uh, they they give back to so many people doing so much uh, when the Ashling Center was under renovation they had their party room uh, service as a dance studio. Oh, they wow. Were, yeah, they, they just, they do so much for the community. It's kind of a de facto community center, even though it's a restaurant and bar. Wow, it's, wow. interesting. It, they're, they're just fantastic. Seatown um, also, they, if you ever have like a community event, you need food donations, they are so generous and kind. They'll donate water bottles, sandwiches. We are very 
lucky to have some very generous um, community partners. Also, the kitchen, Jackie at the kitchen, she donates the Easter eggs for our Easter egg hunt every oh, year. So cute. Where do you do the Easter egg hunt? In the at, park? At Indian Fields. Where's that? Uh, so on the corner of 239th and Van Cortland Park East, there's three baseball fields, a soccer field, tennis courts. I know Patty's Field. courts. Patty's Field is over there? Were they no, the Irish football? No, it's, it's, um, it's along 233rd. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think But now. it's a nice wide open space. And right. The kids have a great time. They love it, right? And the oh. eggs go fast. It takes so long putting the them down. The eggs go very fast. It takes forever to, <laughs> to put them down and then like they're gone. <laughs> yeah, no, so in all the years that the women of Woodlawn have been established, what is your favorite memory? Oh, wow. That's a really tough one to answer. Um, I would say that I, I, I'd, I'd have to pick a few. Um, I, I think it was a really great accomplishment to get universal pre-K in Woodlawn. It was like a great way to start things Absolutely. off. Um, it was also very, very rewarding when Indian Field was under construction for years and closed off during COVID. And due to tremendous community advocacy and demanding that all of the right stakeholders get to the table, we were able to get construction finished and the park opened in 2021 before Easter to have our inaugural Easter egg. I love it. (laughs) That was that was pretty pretty great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really really cool. Um, So, where's the best cup of coffee in Woodlawn? There isn't. There isn't, and it's it's a tragedy. So that's what. So yeah, that was going to lead into the next question. What would you like to see added to Woodlawn? What is needed that you don't have already? So. there is supposed to be a coffee shop coming. Okay. So there's a lot hanging on that. <laughs> there's never been a coffee shop to stay for any amount of time. Um, the coffee that's served in any of the places that are currently on Katona is, is really bad. So the need for like a sit-down coffee shop is so high. Um, the need for more variety in our shops is also very high. If you walk down Katona, you see bar, hair salon, bar, hair salon, bar, hair salon. It's, it's not very diverse. And we need more diversity in our shops. Right. Um, I would really love, and it's been a challenge. We've tried this previously. Um, but we would love to get a merchants organization on Katona. On Katona, um, there's it's it's difficult. It's really difficult to get it started. There's some people that are more willing to do it than others, and I know that it's it's a lot. It's a heavy lift for the person that's running it, right? Especially when you're running a small business. 
So um, it's something that we've tried to approach with the shop owners previously, and they felt overwhelmed. Right. We would love for them not to feel overwhelmed and feel more supported. Right, and it's especially like post-pandemic. Of course. Everyone's like such on like a tight, you know. Yeah, you know, they, they do feel overwhelmed sometimes when you have all of these groups coming at them, always asking for like gift certificates for their own events. Um, right. And, you know, a lot of these businesses are really struggling to survive. So, you know, we want to make sure that they are solvent and they're well supported and that they aren't feeling overwhelmed. Right. Absolutely. I do want to shout out another place over there, uh, Mulligan's Fireside. Oh, yeah. They're, they're he great. is the, let me tell you something. I don't know. Does he still cook the food behind the bar? I think so. The best, <laughs> the best food I've ever eaten. <laughs> ever. <laughs> he is amazing. <laughs> very personable. Yes, very, very much so. So, um, yeah, like, um, so like, what are your plans for the upcoming year for Women of Woodlawn? Um. So, to be determined, uh, one thing that we have been working on very closely is uh, a project with parks. So you may or may not be aware that there was a pedestrian bridge uh, allocated to be built across 87 to connect the west and east side of uh, Van Cortlandt Park. Did not know that. Um, This was an infrastructure project that dated back to the early 2000s. And for a variety of different reasons, um, the project changed, morphed, and the scope and budget made it unable to occur. And Parks is desperately trying to give the community something that's viable within the funding that's been allotted. Right. That still accomplishes the stated goal, which is to get safely from the east side of the park to the west side of the park. But what a lot of people in Woodlawn want is not just safe, but a fast route. And in addition to that, um, if there's additional monies, there are projects that we're looking to have funded. And we've been working with parks and a number of other um, officials to identify what those projects are. Right, and by the way, we have the same group of officials. We do. We do. Yeah, we do. We do. And, you know, equity is important. And I never say that, you know, we should only advocate for one community over another. I recognize fully that every community has its own struggles and has its own needs that need to be met. But there are times where I'm going to say, hey... Our tennis courts are abysmal. Right. They're unusable. 
they need to be fixed. <laughs> right. And there's budget. It, it looks like there's going to be some budget after they do what they want to do to connect the park so we can get the tennis courts fixed. Right, absolutely. So there's a, a, a sense of, you know, keeping parks accountable, which I, I think I think we're finally all on the same page. Right. <laughs> I think when people just like, you just want the best for your community. That's what we, it is. We do want the you best want for our community. community. to thrive, no matter what your community is. Exactly. And I think a goal that we both can work on, um, if you agree with me or not, yeah. is that just like that bridge to connect the east to the west, let's build a bridge between communities that we can just work together. I absolutely agree with that. Yes. I'm 100% on board with that. I think that there's not enough awareness into each other's struggles. Absolutely. And and there should be. There really should be. You know, there's too much siloed information. Everybody, you know, loves to be a keyboard warrior in their own little no, really? corner. Oh my God, does Woodlawn <laughs> have their little Facebook groups? Oh, where like do people they? like, oh, and I'm sorry, Riverdale takes the cake on that. Oh, There's I don't no know way about that. Than Riverdale. I, uh, <laughs> we might need to compare notes. It's, it's a double-edged sword because I might want to join that. I'm not gonna put a there, fake address. Oh, there's, on the there's so many of them. <laughs> I, which is the main one? Well, there is not a main one. Okay. There are many. <laughs> the thing is, it's a double-edged sword. And they keep sword. popping up. <laughs> because on one hand, it's great, right? Someone needs a, a pediatrician, and like in 10 minutes, you have like all the pediatricians. Yes. And it's great. When someone's down, we lift them up. You know, someone's kid needs a pair of shoes. Yeah. They can, you know, we're all on it. Yeah, we do have a parent group, and it's really great for things yes. like that. Um, are you part of Irish Mammies? Yes. Oh, that group is also something else. That's an amazing... Shout out to the Mammies because things get done on that group. Yeah, it does. But um, it's a double-edged sword because while it's so beneficial and it connects people, it also brings light and room for the trolls. And there's so many like keyboard warriors, like you said. And I think overall, like we just have to be nicer to each other. If you don't agree with something or you don't like something, like it's sometimes it's just better just to leave it unsaid. I don't know if they're like that with the businesses in Woodlawn. No, uh, it, there's there's so much love and support for the businesses in Woodlawn. I have to say that's that great. that's something that uh, everybody agrees on. Okay, well that's that's amazing. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's good. Amazing. Uh, um, yeah, uh, there there is a lot of um, diversity in Woodlawn that people don't really realize. I right. think you know the the stereotype is that we're all white. Irish, but we're not. There's there is a lot of diversity, and it is changing. Right, and 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 that's okay. Right, right. <laughs> and it's good to get to know who we are and and who you are. Um, you know, I am not a native Bronxite, but I've lived here my entire adult life. Where are you from originally? Queens. Okay. The other country over there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what part of Queens? Flushing. Oh my God, they have the best like heads. Uh, like um, I get like a head massage, a scalp. Oh. No, a scalp facial. Have you ever had that? No. Oh man, that's flushing. <laughs> it sounds good. We'll talk about that after. It's like literally a facial for your head. It's just like oh, so that comfortable. Sounds pretty great. Yeah, actually. you sleep through the whole thing. You don't. You just like hope that they're well because they probably put you. They to probably sleep. put the clock hand like. <laughs> 
I'm a Mets fan. Mets fan. (laughs) Oh boy. Now we're getting, now this whole podcast is going downhill. (laughs) Do you you ever come over to Riverdale? I do. Where are some places you come around here? Um, I love Beccafino. Okay. What's your favorite dish there? Um, they have a really good risotto. Risotto. Um, I'm a little limited because I have celiac disease, so I always have to be very careful. Right. Um, They have a really great pork chop. Okay. I I love pork chops. You love pork chops? (laughs) (laughs) Any other uh, businesses you want to shout out here? Um, We like Jake's Steakhouse. Okay. Um, You know, we don't venture over here a lot, mostly like shopping. (laughs) Right, right. Boring shopping. Right. I do feel overwhelmed when I come here because, like, in size comparison. It's pretty big. It's so much bigger. Yeah, but you have Cross County next to you, so let's be fair. You have good shopping. Well, we have great shopping, but it's But we have more local. It's like a more local vibe. Like like Lifetime movie. It is. Small town. Exactly. But we're in the middle of, like, the city and Westchester. I know. We have a little postage stamp. (laughs) <laughs> That's one square mile. It's What's the really zip code tiny. over there? Um, 10470. 10470. What's yours? One oh, well, it's Riverdale's two. It's 10463 and 10471. See, you, you've even got even two, two zip, zip codes. <laughs> Look at you. And, and our zip code even goes into Wakefield. So part of Wakefield has our zip code too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was over Just there Just a little morning. tiny bit. That's like by like White Plains Road. Yeah, but it's so like narried. If you like, where all of those trucks. Oh, is narried? I would say narried. 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 This is good. I want to know this. <laughs> See, you learn something. You'll, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> so I really like encourage people because I know a lot of people reach out to me for volunteer opportunities. And I really hope that people listening to this will contact the women of Woodlawn and get involved and, you know, Absolutely. If there's anything you need Sometimes from us. Sometimes we are desperate for volunteers. Let me know because I got connections with like principals and stuff. I will get the kids. I know that's it's, you great. know, they come 20 of them, 25 of them. And that's usually what we get is, is students. But if you're retired, if you, you know, want something to do with your time and be productive. And like we say, you know, like I always say, become a community advocate. The community needs advocates that are working and you know trying to make their community successful and a beautiful place to thrive yeah and honestly you know in that like rivalry right i think that we have the better trails on our side of the park but on the flip side you guys have all the amenities it's right it's a trade-off we also so, have the river well you have a river no, too we, we have the only freshwater river in Ooh, all of new york city i'm throwing down the knowledge <laughs> which is the bronx river which is the bronx river we got way built you do. <laughs> they got Woodlawn Cemetery. We could go all day on this. So the Woodlawn Cemetery, they do trolley rides, right? They do the most amazing tours. I always wanted to do that. Seriously. It's very... Oh, they Halloween. do a, a, a lighted mausoleum tour at Halloween. Yeah. I mean, their tours have kind of morphed over the years. I 
I'm dating myself a little bit. They used to do what's called a history and mystery tour. And that was my favorite. That's fun. Yes. Bring it back, Woodlawn. (laughs) If you're listening to this, bring it back. (laughs) But I'm a fan of all of their tours. Oh, that's so cool. And and just a fan of them in general. They do just amazing programming. Uh, The people that run things there are incredible. Um, it's it's an amazing organization that has a, a, adopted a way to turn a cemetery into a cultural institution. It really is. It's, it's really beautiful. They have like art, like the trees with the animals cut out. So they have that, but they also boast, because I've been on so many tours, uh, <laughs> that they have more uh, tree diversity than the botanical gardens. Wow. This episode is not sponsored by Woodlawn Cemetery, but if you're listening with Woodlawn Cemetery, we would love to collaborate with you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, before we go, because um, you have another engagement, you were just off doing your thing today, uh, what is one thing that you want people, like, a message to leave about your community so that people can know about it? Um, it's, it's a fiercely loyal community. Um, and if... We're very much about relationship building, and it's a wonderful place to build a family, raise a family. I've raised my three sons there. We are very lucky to have a great K-8 to school, and, um, you know, it's, right. it's safe, it's beautiful. We have access to beautiful Van Cortlandt Park. Uh, we have... A, a lot to offer and you know always room for improvement but uh, I I would encourage anybody that has never been to to come take a stroll absolutely I think you should do some like tours of Woodlawn like on the street yeah we have great pubs a lot of great a taste of Woodlawn tour uh, you love it you great, love it <laughs> a, a, a wonderful Irish culture absolutely Absolutely. I will tell you a secret. The best sausage. You like sausage rolls? I do. The best sausage rolls, because I work on McLean Avenue. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's Yonkers, but it's in that area. <laughs> um, the best sausage rolls, and I've tried them all, is Dee's Deli. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been there. I, yes, of course. That's the best sausage roll. And, you know, if, if you don't agree, let me know where <laughs> to find the best sausage roll in Woodlawn. So, and then I wa- she'll fight you. And then I'll fight you. <laughs> in a peaceful way, of course. <laughs> So I want to thank you once again, Kim Ferletti from Women of Woodlawn for coming and joining us here in Riverdale, even though you have the better trails. (laughs) We do. I actually saw a chicken in the woods today. Somebody saw a bear in our woods. A chicken? (gasps) A chicken. Oh, they're doing some brujeria over there, right? I was thinking that. It's going to be coyote dinner. Oh, no. Somebody saw a cub in our trail. A cub? Someone left a python over here. I heard about that. You heard about that. that. Thank God I wasn't the one who found it because I Oh, I would be running. Oh, the only time you would ever see me run, ever. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you so much. Just give us, like, where can we find you one more time? Women of Woodlawn. Info at Women of Woodlawn, womenofwoodlawn.org, on Facebook at Wow the Bronx, on Instagram at Women of Woodlawn. Well, thank you so much. And until next time, community. Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laurafourbronx at gmail.com. Join us next time.